from what perhaps might seem like, feel like, a relatively different vein um, of preaching um, or teaching than perhaps we're used to here at Fresh Start Worship Center. Um, but I've got some things on my heart and mind. As it pertains to our world, Amen. our nation, Amen. and where we are in the times that we're in, and where we as believers kind of fit in this picture. Um, and as a believer in Jesus Christ and, and a minister of the gospel, it's impossible for me to rise and stand this morning in the pulpit and not express um, what is and what I feel is my present concern as a minister, as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ and his love and his grace and his mercy and his love and his grace yes, and his yes, mercy yes. Who, and what is the epitome of who he is even now. It's impossible to really stand and not um, feel a bit of angst, if you will. Um, a little bit of tearing in the spirit and in heart this morning um, over uh, the troubled state, as I feel it is, of heart and mind and vitriol, the bitter criticism and uh, language, cruel, bitter criticism and language that's being spread out and spewed out um, across this country and across the world. I don't really believe that Jesus is right, smiling right, right, and will wow. smile right, on any wow, yeah. nation or yeah. any people yeah. who um, who uh, don't seem to be declaring, showing, exemplifying, exhibiting the love of Jesus, the love of Christ, especially if it is a nation and a people that say, um, in God we trust one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Um, to so-called be founded on biblical, spiritual, Christian principles, it's really uh, disheartening, if you will, to see and hear. And I think that as believers, as the body of Christ, the church that we've been talking about in Bible class this morning, it is not to our benefit or a blessing to be silent and to be still where it comes to social and civic matters. Amen. 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 If that were the case, then we would not have had in the late 50s, 60s, the civil rights movement. Which Dr. Martin Luther King, among others, emanating from the church, took a stand for the rights of people. Yes. It wasn't the spiritual rights, it was the civil rights. Mm. It, it was the right for black people to vote. If it had not been for civil rights, social rights of human beings, we, everybody sitting in this room, would still not have the capacity to express your vote, voice in a vote. That's right. That's right. That's right. To be able to vote people and officials and what have you in various levels of offices, that we have the freedom amongst ourselves individually, are you with me, 
to have the voice individually to make a vote. If it wasn't for those voices and the actions of those individuals emanating, I'll say it again, from the confines and the structure of the church building, going out and marching in Selma, marching in various other places, sitting in, picketing, uh, boycotting. If it wasn't for those individuals voicing their discontent for how a people were being treated and marginalized in that time, we wouldn't have what we little we have today. All right? The church wasn't silent. The church was wow. active, wow. and they were activated in more than just the so-called or so-known spiritual matters. Yes. Because they felt, and we should still feel at this time, that the social matters are spiritual matters. That's right. That's right. Jesus Christ, if y'all need for me to reference it, was concerned about the social injustices of people. Right, yes. He was concerned about the people that were poor and needed clothing, yes. who were hungry yes. and starving and needed the assistance of food right. 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 for whatever the situation they were in. He was concerned about people who were unjustly imprisoned, who were imprisoned for all manner of things. Are y'all with me? About us going to see about them, clothing them, feeding them. He was concerned about the widows and the elderly. Matter of fact, a woman who had an issue of blood had seen all kind of doctors. He was concerned about that, and so he healed her. When the doctors could come up with nothing. Are y'all with me? That goes to say that he was not just he was not just a spiritual being and did not just talk about the spirit, but understood that the social ills or the social um, um, challenges yes, in yes, this community yes, yes. were spiritual as well. Yes. Because what affects the natural or the social also is in conjunction and affects the spiritual and vice versa. What it's what affects the spiritual affects the social. Are you all still with me? Are you sure you're with me? Are you sure you following this train? Are you sure? All right, because I want you to understand that what kind of climate we are in so that we understand where exactly, watch this, we pray, where we do warfare, and where we should expect to see results. To get heavenly results, I pray to get results down here. Are y'all getting me right now? You're starting to feel my drift. I pray, you should pray, we should pray to not just get heavenly, cloudy results. Are you with me? Sweet by and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints gather home results. Are you with me? Because all the saints ain't gathered home yet, we still down here. And we got issues and we have ills and we have concerns and we have things happening in our governance and in our government that we as believers gotta rise up in responsibility and give voice to. 
Why should it be that almost, well, well over 40 some years ago, 50 some years ago, that there were just one set of people, Dr. Martin Luther King, others uh, that we could name off and go into, but you know him the most perhaps. Uh, why is it that he was and they were the only ones that could rise up in the church with a voice that came against, challenged, called to question the social ills. Can I help you with something? If they had done that with Hitler, there would not have been a Holocaust. Oh, God. Oh, Lord Jesus. I feel like I'm firing up. The furnace is getting fired now. Come on. If they had a spoken up, are y'all hearing me? And not co and not coalesce to a voice that was spewing out a hatred vitriol, are y'all with me, that was leading a base and a group in a certain direction that was not a direction of love, a direction of grace. All the things that we purport that we stand for as a people and as a nation. Talk to me, please. Uh, to secure our orphans, to, to uh, 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 come to our shores, everyone from all over, and find rest and find opportunity. Come on with it now. Uh, not just certain people from certain sectors, but our constitution states that we are, that we are all born, Pastor Mark, you shared it with me last night, with certain unalienable rights. Are y'all with me? That, that we're all framed and we're all built. We're all one. We're all, come on, talk to me. We are all one. We are a nation supposedly of oneness. Yet we stand at a time like no other, perhaps, when there is more division and divisiveness. Come on, talk to me. In the world today, my question is, and where my concern as a believer is, where do we stand and what do we say and what do we do? Jesus. This hatred and extreme criticism is being directed toward women, people of color, people of other nations, even veterans in war of war and disabled individuals. And the most recent suggestion, sisters and brothers and ladies and gentlemen, is is is, is that four congresswomen of color go back where they came from. Now I want you please to hear not just my heart but hear the wisdom and hear the voice of the Lord. It is now being suggested that people of color, nations of color, women, are you with me? Come on. Gender, color, race, ethnicity now go back where they came from. Are you with me? And change the place where they came from and then change this. Now, can I help us? These women uh, uh, came from here. Okay. Do y'all watch the news? Anybody aware of what's happening? Anybody aware of what's going on? Or are we all going to stick our head in the sand, not be aware, not know how to pray? Don't pray. Are y'all with me? And don't see anything change. Or do y'all want to see another Holocaust? Okay. Okay. Does anybody know about the Holocaust? Do you know about what happened? I don't have time to give you a history lesson. I, I'm, I'm just giving you what the Lord gave me to give you. Amen. On today. To call us to arms, if you will. Not, not weapons of flesh and blood, but to call us to spiritual arms. Spiritual arms. Spiritual arms. When the most recent suggestion is that, and that they come back. Now, when they are from the United States of America, 
but the suggestion is, the inference is, the thought is, are you hearing me? Yes. That they go, go back where you came from means from my African-American sister, Congresswoman, to go back to Africa. Right. Hinting that that's where she came from. Right. Okay. For my Islamic sister to go back to, 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 to Somalia, wherever she supposedly came from. For the Hispanic young lady, Congresswoman, to go back to Mexico where he thinks she came from. Are y'all hearing me? When she was born here in the United States. My African-American sister, I'm trying not to call names, born in the United States. Are you with me? But there is an inference and a suggestion put it being put into the hearts and minds of people. Whereby, can I say this to you? Jesus never told anybody, go back where you came from. So what I'm saying to us, that that is not the love of God. That's not the heart of God. That's not the grace of God. He said, whosoever will, let him come. Uh, my son, I gave my son that all should be saved, that nobody be lost, right. nobody be left out. Are y'all in the same book I'm in? Yes. You're in the same Bible I'm in? We're going to read the scripture in just a minute, but I'm giving you some up front. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He never told anybody, go back where you came from. Right. Whoever right. came to Jesus in whatever right. condition they were in, yeah. whatever opinion that they had, whatever, whatever they were demon-possessed, they, they was doing all kind of crazy stuff, talking crazy stuff, are y'all with me? But he never told anybody to go back where you came from. If anything, he would exit the situation. God, let me help you out. In, in, in Luke, the, the fourth chapter, he came out of the wilderness, went into the church to preach to the people. He was doing all right, I'm paraphrasing, until he started preaching some things that he was that said that, that, that they didn't believe he had a right to say. <laughs> Instead of going off on the people, he just said, excuse me, and he went through the crowd before they could throw him over the hill, and he went into another city. Sometimes you got to learn how to shut your mouth and excuse yourself and I wish sometimes some people in certain high places would learn how to shut their mouth y'all don't like this kind of preaching but you'll get over it and you'll be okay we'll learn how to have some wisdom if we are God fearing country built on the principles of every man is equal and God for us and God we trust then learn how I must learn how to shut my mouth are you with me close my computer down turn Twitter off and just exit the situation instead of spewing out hatred fear in order to build up my base. What would it look like if I stood up here in this church and started coming against certain people, spewing out stuff against certain folk in order to get certain other folk to like me? What kind of mess would we have in the church? Come on, y'all, talk to me. What kind of mess would we have in here? This side over here looking crazy at the people over here. Just because I said something that, that made you look at Sister Ethel crazy. Y'all not saying wow. nothing to me. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Sister Ethel's done nothing to you. Y'all, come on, talk back to me. But because I don't like her and she don't like me and don't pump me up, I'm going to turn you against her. 
and you have no reason at all within your own self to hate her. But because I purported it, are y'all with me? That's the power, that's the strength behind words. Let me keep going, because y'all don't like this kind of preaching. I don't like this kind of preaching. But we always talk about what did Jesus, what would Jesus do? No, let's look at what he did. Let's look at what he did. Let's look at how he responded to injustice. How he responded to inequity. Are y'all with me? He was, he, look, look at how he responded to injustice. Thank you, Lord. There were people who could not come into the church at one point. Oh, God. Because they didn't have enough money, some of them, to buy the doves and the birds that the people inside the church were saying, you're going to have to pay an admission price to get up in here. Mm. So at the border of the church... You then you weren't able to gain access into into the church because because you didn't have the money that the sellers on the inside required you to have to get into the church. When Jesus caught wind of that mess, he came into the church. He whipped everybody in there. Yeah, he turned tables over. He he made up a whip all by himself. Y'all ain't saying that to me. I'm talking about the Jesus that I know. That I know. He made whips. He made belts. He made said he turned over the tables and whipped them jokers out and said, My father's house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Black, white, Mexican, Hispanic, African American, Asian, Jewish. My father's house shall be called a house. Nobody is going to be left out of here because they don't have enough to pay you to come into my father's house. This ain't what my father set this up for. Y'all ain't saying that to me. And if we're going to be on one nation under God, under this book, then let's be one nation under God. He didn't set this up to be like this. He set this up to be like this. Let me keep going. Let me keep going because we don't like this kind of preaching. <laughs> Oh, God. These suggestions now that are being made are really sentiments that are serving to cause the strangulation of our nation, still struggling with social and civil rights, which are human rights. These, 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 these suggestions, watch it, are really sentiments. They're not just words, they're feelings. They're not just thoughts, they're feelings. They're sentiments that are being injected into the veins of our nation. To contaminate what there is left of one nation under God. But you hear me. And, 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 and the message and the messaging that is turning from suggestions, mere suggestions, to sentiments. Are things like this, the attack against our representative, Mr. Elijah Cummings, and I briefly quote, because I'm not going to give it that kind of press, even in here. And I briefly quote, as proven last week during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well run, just very crowded. Coming, that's how it was written, coming district is a disgusting rat and rodent infested mess. If he, sh if he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he would, could help clean up 
his very dangerous and filthy place. That from the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Now the vitriol, the cruel, crushing words that are being spewed out about our cities. Other nations are assholes. Now it's getting close to home, ain't it, y'all? I'm talking to the church. That's right. Come on. Yeah, oh, y'all, 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 y'all. I know you wanted to come in. You, you wanted me to just preach you happy and preach you up to the rafters and make you feel good because I went to church. But I've got to bring you around to an awareness. That's right. That's right. I gotta bring you around to a knowledge and an awareness so that you're armed with the prayer and with the knowledge and the information. Um, now, now our cities, Baltimore being the city reference, Baltimore is 53% African American with an outlying urban sort of suburban Caucasian influence. But isn't it interesting how our cities of color, our people of color, our women disadvantaged, disabled, disingenuized, marginalized people now are being attacked in an effort, again, to build the base to secure, yes. oh Jesus, an office, yes. an election. Yes. What will it do to our nation? Okay, let me bring it closer to home. What will it do to our state? All right, that's not good enough either. What will it do to our city? All right, All right. still ain't making it. What will it do to our communities? What's going to happen when when government looks at the Linden area and said it ain't nothing but a rat infested, crime infested city? Let's don't send no more money. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Let's don't send any more money. Let's don't send any more resources. Uh, 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 I believe part of the statement was don't see how any human being can live in Baltimore. What's going to happen when, when the wording comes down the pipeline that there's a Linden area in Columbus, Ohio that ain't worthy for human beings to live there. Let's go send in. Let's dry up the resources. Let's dry up the funding. And y'all sitting there looking at me like I'm talking about pie in the sky. No, I'm talking about the real deal. I'm talking about what's really going on. And I'm talking about I don't care if you don't live in Linden, it's still going to affect you. I don't give nobody say nothing. You can live in Canal, Westerville, Pickering, and I don't care where and certainly if you're a person of color, it's going to affect you. But where will the church rise up? Where will we seek up? Where, where, where is it going to be? Are we just going to sit here and come into church, wave our holy hands, rock back and forth, feel good, and go back out? So, let me suggest three things. And I'm going to let you go that the Holy Ghost gave me. 
to give us to respond. Because can I tell you something? The church, you, the community, the city, all of us, all of us we're going to have to respond. Have That's to right. Okay. That's right. How many times you going to watch CNN, MSN, if, if, if you watch Fox, whatever? How, how many newspapers? How many tweets? How, how many social media you going to read and see what's going on and think it don't pertain to us? What all the women to stand up? All the women to stand up. You up, baby. I know you up in your spirit. <laughs> With the baby in your lap. Listen, check this out. That which was spewed out to, about those congresswomen. <laughs> Look at your skin. Look at your hair. Y'all not, come on. Do you not understand that that pertains to you? That you and I are not exempt right. That's right. That's from right. the language, the suggestions, the sentiments, That's the right. influence. Yes. Do you not understand that, that that is infiltrating the hearts and minds of people all over this country and the world? Are y'all right. with me? Right. Yes. So that when you go out, your little girls go out, we go out, whatever we do, that people begin to look at us right. from a different perspective. Are y'all are y'all with me? Right. And so right. you need to be aware. You need to know what's going on so you can know how to respond. Yes. Okay, sit that down, ladies, yes. so that y'all know how to respond. All the brothers stand up. All the brothers stand up. Do you not understand that the same things that were said about Representative Cummings, Cummings it has an S on it, sir. Representative Cummings, the same things that were said about him, as a, that, that wasn't said just to a man. That was said to a black man. Do you know that that represents you? Do you know that Representative Cummings, back in the day as a young man, marched with Dr. King for civil rights? He is, he is a, a supporter. He's working in his community, in his city, to better things. But he's also got to work at the border to better things. Come on. And as soon as he start opening his mouth about the border, about somewhere else that was outside of his boundary, so to speak, that's when trouble came. Why don't you go back there? Come on. That's what, okay. Men, can I tell you, black men, can I tell you something? That's the same thing when you start to speak up about other things that they don't think you got a right to talk about, Brandon. They're going to tell you to shut up and go back where you came from. Y'all not talking to me today, Brother Darrell. Y'all ain't talking to me. Darrell, y'all ain't talking to me. Ain't none of men talking to me. Talk back to me, huh? Dummy, dribble. Shut up and shoot, shut up and dribble. Y'all not saying nothing. And this, this man builds schools. Y'all not talking to me. This black man builds schools. But as soon as that black man opens up his mouth, about about issues, come on, talk to me about education, about justice, about rights. Y'all talk to me of disadvantaged people in the society. Shut up and dribble. Don't you know that that pertains to you? You got your two boys here, your two men here. Don't you understand that that pertains to y'all? Question is, sit down, brothers. Thank you. What are we gonna do about it? Because you need to understand, you're not isolated from this language. You're not isolated from this vitriol. You're not, we're not isolated from this thing. Sitting right here in Columbus, Ohio, we are not isolated. And I 
let me help us further. I don't think we're going to have a singular Dr. Martin Luther King rise up again. It's going to take everybody. Okay. Oh, Lord, I should have got a better that's right than that. It's going to take everybody this time. Y'all not saying that again. Because, okay, because the fire has been turned up seven times. Okay. I said the fire has been in our nation. It's been turned up seven times. And God is requiring us to be more than Mr. and Mrs. Nice church-going Christian. That's Okay, okay, okay. God is requiring you, say me, he's requiring you and me to be more than Miss Nice and Mr. Nice churchgoer. That's right, that's right. Amen. Coming into a building, coming into a place, y'all not saying, not just fresh start, but anywhere, just coming in, closing in, and not having a voice. That's right, that's right. What about our children? What about our children? What are they learning? What are they seeing? What are they hearing through all this? What are they What are they establishing? What are they learning? Brandon, what are your boys, your men, uh, others, son, daughter, what about your, your, your babies? What are they going to learn from this? How is this going to shape them? Or should we not have a better influence in shaping our children? and shaping a generation. I'm sorry, I, I just took leave of myself to come down to earth and to preach a gospel that I know God would be pleased with. That's justice, that's rights, as well as righteousness. But how can we call ourselves righteousness if we don't intervene for people's rights. The right to have medication. The right to see a doctor. The right for my mother-in-law, the only last remaining parent that we have, to not have to chop her medicine in two in order to be able to afford the affordability. Oh, if it's pro-life, then be pro-life. Uh, it's quiet in first class today. If it's pro-life, then be pro-life about everybody's life. Be pro-life at the border. Be pro-life at the doctor's office. Be pro-life in the grocery store. Y'all not talking to me. Why cut three million people's right to food? Y'all not talking to me. It ain't up to us to judge their situation or how they got there, why they there, and how long they gonna be there. If the baby needs food, the baby needs food. Don't cut off the baby's rights. or that won't happen. 
in a nation that has been framed by its words suggesting being a sentiment and coming to life. I beg to differ, sisters and brothers. I'm going to ask you, sister, to read 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 7 because before you read that, let me set it up a minute because I'm coming down to the wire now. I'm going to let you go in eight minutes. That was my plan. That's the Holy Ghost plan. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. And so we're going, to, we're going to go through this right here because i got to set this up because I can hear some people. Uh, and, and it don't matter right, left, uh, right side, left side, uh, Democrat, Republic. Uh, all that is out the window. I'm talking about rights. I'm talking about people, not parties. I'm talking about, oh, come on, talk to me. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Talk to me, talk to me. Because politics is all about parties. It's not about people. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. It's all about parties. It's all about politics. Now, sides, it ain't about people. It's about where I can get to the next level and whose back I can climb on, whose head I can step on. Y'all not saying to me. It ain't about sides. It ain't about Democrat, Republic. It, it's, it's party. It ain't people. So hear me. I'm talking about people. I'm talking about justice. I'm talking about injustice. I'm talking about rights. I'm talking about what the Lord wants. Watch this. And so, so I know I hear everybody. Well, you gotta pray for your leaders. Okay. Let's go to the scripture. First Timothy, you can sit down while we read this because we're reading on. First Timothy 2, 1 through 7. Read. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Stop. All. I exhort that you pray for everybody. Okay, you just missed that. Men here is referencing a non-gender state, male and female. That you pray for everybody. You missed it. Go on. For kings and for all that are in authority. Stop. That you pray for all people. Then kings. And then people in authority. You just missed it again. You just missed it again. Because how are you going to pray for those in authority and you ain't prayed for everybody else yet? That's right. And we got people that want you to pray for those in authority. And quick to remind you, well, well we just got to pray for those in authority. Watch this. But it's not just praying. First of all, it's praying for all people. Then it ain't just praying, but it's how you pray. Say it. You don't, you don't pray. The prayer ain't, oh, God, just bless them and God keep them. And, and God. No, that ain't the prayer. You got to see what's in authority. Come on now. Yes, sir. Glad you tap. You got to see what's in authority. And then you got to pray in that bank. Come on, God. Oh God, I got six. You gotta see what's in authority and then pray in that way. You just cause they in authority don't mean they're authorized to do good things. Everybody in authority ain't authorized to do the right thing. Some people in authority have been authorized and they're doing the wrong thing. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Because pride has lifted up the heart. Y'all not saying nothing to me. As they're elevated and they want to maintain that elevation. And that pride has lifted up the heart. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You have to pray. If that heart ain't right, you got to pray that that heart turn. If they ain't doing right, you got to pray that train. Don't you pray a blessing over that mess. Oh, God. You 
pray that God changes. Understand what's going on. That's right. With righteousness, that which is 
God is right and truth, reality, truth, and that which is true. Good God, I did it with 30 seconds ago. I'm finished. Let's stand. I know my pastor often says this, Bishop Clark. He often says, I know this wasn't a salvation message, but yet it is. Every word from the Lord is a message that brings salvation, healing, help, hope, deliverance, freedom, everything that you need, every message. It doesn't matter how it comes. It's the word of the Lord. It meets every need. You might be here and you want to be saved, but that's you. We certainly offer Christ to you. We certainly offer Christ to you. Um, this is a moment. This is a moment that we'll just, we're going to go into prayer for just a few moments. Um, so um, the, 